Welcome to the Life's Better podcast, where we say life is so much better with God, community, and purpose. My name is Jonathan Gleason. I am with my co-host, as always, Josh Doolin. But today we have two wonderful special guests. We've got Sherry and we have Julie. Sherry is actually the executive director at Avenues for Women, and you are a patient advocate. Mm -hmm. And so we're so thankful to have you guys. Um, Anyone who's listening or watching who is not familiar with Avenues for Women, uh, this is actually a pregnancy resource center and a medical center um, that offers all kinds of health uh, options for really uh, women as well as I think even men who may find themselves in a situation where they've got an unplanned pregnancy. Uh, it's obviously a little different for women and men, um, but they come to you and they work through what they're going through. And we're going to let you kind of explain that in just a moment. But before we do, we always start with a little game. So we've got a silly one for us today. Oh boy. This game is called Unplanned because in the spirit of unplanned pregnancies, we know that sometimes the best things in life actually happen unplanned. Uh, and we, we think we've got our you know wonderful ideas and then something happens like, you know what, that was actually better. And so uh, what, we're, what I've got, for anyone who's listening and not able to see, I've got this board and on this board I have 10 post-it notes and on the post-it notes I have 10 products that you guys probably recognize. We've got microwave, zipper, Toothpaste, uh, for the most part, all I household names. the prices, right? That's what this feels <laughs> like right okay. now. There is no money or prizes in this, but you will be competing. Um, the idea here oh. is <laughs> that five of these products were unplanned. So five of them, a lot of research and design went into actually producing the product. Huh. But five of them were totally by accident. The inventors were going in a completely different direction or the engineers were going in a completely different direction. And then all of a sudden, oh my goodness, okay, my plan was not as good as what actually ended up happening. So um, here's how we're going to do this. We're going to play three rounds. You guys will each grab a sticky note of the one that you think was unplanned. And by the end of the game, whoever has the most right answers will end up winning. Cool. Would you like to go first, Sherry? Sure. Grab whichever product you think. Okay, water so balloons. water balloon right. was just grabbed. Right. Uh, uh, no, Milk chocolate okay. was grabbed. The one that you almost grabbed is the one that I yeah! feel like I know. Because, okay, I didn't hear you. What is it? Post-it, Post-it notes. notes. Okay. That was my next choice. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, think, I think that one's... I think you're right. There seems, yes. seems like I've heard that somewhere. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so two of you have a point. Julie, I am sorry. You are the one who does not have a point. You were so close to picking this one, too. So, post-it notes. Josh, do you have the story on post-it notes? Because I can share it if you want. You go ahead. I'm going to butcher the story. The inventor was actually trying to create a new adhesive that was more strong and more adhesive than anything else and he found that he it's actually like the worst adhesive. like something really weak but he noticed that it didn't actually leave any residue when it was lifted off of paper and other products uh and so a buddy of his actually started <laughs> yeah you want to hold on to yours josh oh my bad until the end Chuck mine. but a buddy started using his adhesive uh on paper to mark his hymnal book and he realized that might be a product um, okay, now Sherry, you did water balloons. That is actually one of those weird ones. Uh, there was an inventor who was trying. He had the, his plan was to help um, these soldiers after World War One who were dealing with trench foot. 
um, which if you know anything about trench foot, it's this horrible disease if your feet get you know too wet for too long. And so he was thinking about this cool sock that would be like rubber. And uh, every single time he tested it, he would fill it up with water. And if it leaked, it was like, this, this product isn't working. So finally, he just got frustrated one day, threw it against the wall, it burst in this really spectacular way. And he thought, maybe I've got a better product on my hand, <laughs> water balloons. All right, wow. so uh, we've got two oh. gone. There are hmm. three still to laugh left. You know what? I don't know at all anymore. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't either. Totally that was the, that was the only yeah. one that's uh, it's kind of scary. Thinking. I know. Oh, Josh is wearing his. I don't know. I almost thought it was one. Of okay. That was one. I, no, of I just like these. So we got <laughs> plastic wrap. <laughs> Julie, what did you get? Pacemaker. Pacemaker. Chocolate and chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies. Okay, again, we've got two people who have gotten a point here, and it's Julie and Josh. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Josh Josh is leading right now. Look at you. We invited Josh, people to come on, and That's I'm okay. destroying. I'm beating. Now, Julie, right. do you know the story of the pacemaker? Or was no. that a complete guess? That was a complete guess. I'm like, sure. Oh, like, yeah, we came for people. <laughs> <laughs> you, maybe you had, like, a family member who had a pacemaker, and maybe you've heard the story. So there was an inventor. He was working on actually trying to help people with hypothermia, and he was looking at different ways to kind of bring the body temperature back up in a safe way, and he was using all these different radio waves, and in the process, there was kind of an electrical charge, and I'm not exactly sure what animal he was working on at the time, but the heart started when it had stopped, and he realized, oh my goodness, could this actually save lives? And the pacemaker was born. Josh, okay. what did you get there? Chocolate chip cookies? Chocolate chip cookies. Do you know the story on that one? No idea. I picked them because they sound yummy. Yeah, no. I, this is really, really one of those yeah, funny ones. Perfect. There was a woman who was trying. Her plan was to make chocolate cookies. She had run, ran out of, uh, I, I guess what it is, is cocoa powder. And she had a chocolate bar. And she was saying, well, if I just mix like pieces of the chocolate bar, it'll melt in the cookie and it'll be just like chocolate cookies, but she made chocolate chip cookies, which I think are way better than chocolate cookies. So yeah, unplanned, huh. even better. All right, last round, go ahead and grab. Josh, you better fail, otherwise our ladies here are, uh, are not gonna better. win. Yeah. Right. I, don't, I don't think this is right though. I, I, well, I, I, I don't know, it's I know a little bit about this history. I'm gonna take it anyway. Okay, okay so uh, we've got Zipper. There's only one of you who actually won a point here, and it's Julie. Yes. <gasps> okay. The microwave job, was unplanned, which seems crazy to me because the yeah. microwave just seems like you. What was it trying to be? Okay, so there was again. It was an inventor um, who was actually working on um, like radio waves and and no no no. It was radar is what it was. So he was just trying to figure out how to increase like the capacity of radar, and he was using these new uh, vacuum tubes. And every single time he got close to the vacuum tube when it was, uh, you know, doing its thing, um, his chocolate bar in his pocket, shirt pocket, was melting. He's like, that's weird. So he put some popcorn next to the machine, and it started popping. He's like, this might be something. <laughs> and so, yeah, he was just working with radar, and now we have the microwave oven. That's hilarious. So it came down to you guys winning a point. Uh, or you guys getting two, and sorry, sorry, you just have That's the fine. one. Okay. Uh, Sherry, maybe next time. Refrigerator was the last one on there. Uh, Josh, I don't know how we can break the tie other than pick a number between one and ten. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of one. Whoever gets closest wins this game. Four. Seven. Josh knows me too well. Josh is one of my favorite numbers, or sorry, 
Four is one of my. Josh is one of my favorite people. Four is one of my favorite numbers. Did I really guess your nailed number? Nailed it. Nailed you it. Have first lied. try. Sorry. Lie. I know. I just couldn't. I don't feel comfortable lying, Josh. What kind of? We are in church. That's fair. That, yeah, I probably wouldn't go with the job description. Well, in in order to get to know you guys a little bit better, though, I would love to hear a story of something that happened in your life that maybe you were going in one direction, thinking this was a perfect life plan. Something else happened, and you realized, okay, the unplanned was so much better than the planned. Either of you can share what... I'll go first. Okay, yeah. great. Go My fifth it. son. So we had it planned perfectly with four, go to Kings Island. <laughs> Everybody has a partner. We were all even, good, and surprise, we had... And by this time, we knew where it was coming from, but okay. we were still surprised. But it was really cool. How do these children keep happening? They just keep popping up. By the fifth um, time, you figured it we out. We figured though. it okay, out, yeah. yeah. We had give us some credit. But <laughs> it was really, it's kind of a, it's a bittersweet story, which I will not tear up too much. But um, after he was born, like five months into it, we found out my mom had cancer. Mm. And two and a half months later, she died. Mm. And so it was a sweet gift that God gave me to get through that season. Yeah, mm. yeah. So he's my God gift, and you know Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. Now, did you stop at five? Yes. Okay. We did. That Stopped at five boys. We were not trying for a girl. We just wanted a large family. <laughs> so it is. It's five boys. Mm -hmm. I have four boys. So mm -hmm. I love the boy world. That's that's it's, where I, I do too. camp out in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Julie. Uh, well, I don't think there's anything major in my life that was really planned by mm. me. It just mm. seems like one thing right after another. It's like this was not. I mean, where I ended up. Uh, transferring to college that was that was not my plan um, any type of ministry work not my plan mm -hmm. um, yeah none, none of the things going on right now is um, my plan but one of the best ones I uh, was actually coming to work at avenues mm -hmm. um, at the time I was in Frankfurt I was working um, at a counseling agency already mm -hmm. and I was just going to avenues because we were going to let them know hey we're an agency locally maybe you all could use our help no one gets turned away because they can't pay you know just hmm. kind of yeah. you know just letting people know that we're there to help and I don't know if it was the first meeting with you all or the sec first first meeting. Well, I knew immediately when I saw you that we we wanted we wanted a Julie. We wanted a Julie for us just because you were so good. So I was so impressed. But go ahead and say why we needed a counselor at that time too. Well, um, well before the second time. Right, right. So, so like you were saying, I'm a patient advocate, and at that point, um, they had had to, but. One of the two, Bethany, who I actually went to, um, I was in a master's program with, I knew I knew her. Mm. Um, she died mm. um, unexpectedly in a car crash on the way to work. Mm -hmm. And so, and this was, I, I came really like right after that. Mm. And um, yeah, so I was, I mean, they were in the midst of grieving. Mm. I wasn't going there looking for a job. And really, what's what's fascinating, and just another part of whole, how it's just very unplanned, um, mm -hmm. seems like everything happens, and I'm like, I, 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 thought, I thought to myself, I'd never do that. While I was in my master's program, a friend of mine was going to work as a director at a pregnancy center uh, up in another state, and I thought I would never work in a place like that. <laughs> yeah, because while I was definitely always... You know, I was pro, you know, pro-life, you, know, sure. you know, definitely theoretically, but I had a, just a skewed view of people that actually worked in, mm -hmm. not really the industry, but worked in that world. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I thought I would never do that. And here I am and go here and then bing, bang, boom. And, and it's not anything <laughs> like you. And it's not. And it's and, not. And let me ask, 
was it something that you were actually praying for at the time? Or, I mean, obviously you had the loss and mm-hmm. you were thinking through, okay, what are we going to do? But was it something that you were actively kind of seeking God on? Well, um, yes and no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always actively seeking Him. Sure. Like every day when I walk in there. Um, every day when I hit the floor, when I wake up. But I knew I was going to need a second counselor again. Mm-hmm. But I was impressed with Julie before I even knew the need was there. Mm-hmm. Because the first time she came and she talked to us, um, you know, Bethany was still very much alive. And mm-hmm. we had planned for her to come back for a training several months later. And then the car crash happened, and we lost her. And then she was scheduled to come still, and we tried to cancel. Yeah. Because I said, I'm not sure we can be there for you, you know, be mm-hmm. present in this training right now. We're still pretty reeling from the loss mm-hmm. of Bethany. And but when she she said, let me come anyway, you know, I understand it's okay if you all are not all there, which mentally, is also not me. emotionally. Like normally, I would be like, no, <laughs> it's fine. Like yeah. I'll like I'll come back in a year, or you know, just take your time. I'm not. Yeah. I don't push, um, but and so as she's ooh. doing the training, I'm just watching her, and the more I watched her, I thought she would be a perfect fit for us. And so I did pray extensively about it, but then felt like that this was who he had picked and mm-hmm. offered her the job. I approached her. Yeah. She wasn't looking for a job. Mm-hmm. She didn't, you know, wasn't saying hey, I want to interview. But I approached her and said, hey, would you consider this, praying for this, and, and let us just talk about it and. What, eight years later? Yeah, here I am. Yeah. Still are, yeah, That's so awesome. It was definitely a God provision mm-hmm. before I even knew I had the need. I'm curious, what were your opinions and thoughts about, you know, pregnancy resource centers? And then what was the shift that took place to say, yes, I'm in? Go ahead. <laughs> can I say, like, the, the phrase, too? <laughs> I, I, I thought that they were all... Oh, I'm sorry, people. Sign-holding yahoos was like sure. the phrase yeah, in my yeah, head yeah. because that's kind of how media um, portrays yeah. everyone who mm. is pro-life or in pro-life work or has anything to do with anything right. of that sort at all. And so I, I, you know, I kind of had that misguided opinion, and it was... I mean, there wasn't like a, a thing Wait, that happened. Wait, so that isn't what you guys do? <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to clarify. I've not on Mondays. Mondays. No, yes, not Mondays. right. Maybe Thursdays. Yeah. Maybe Thursdays are Maybe Thursdays. Are, they're, they're side days. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've never held a sign. No. Um, and even not everyone who holds a sign is a sign holding it. Like there's, mm. you know what I mean? Sure. There's different types of there's signs. A, and there's, there's a time and a for place that. for signs. It's just not who, what, it's not our place in, mm. the, in what we do. Right. So. And even just like my style of, you know, being with people. It's like, that's yeah. just not, that's just not how I would interact. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't know. There wasn't like a, a thing that happens just doing the work and being mm. there and, and seeing that we're all very yeah. lovely Actually, people, normal. It's, it's true. <laughs> really, we just want to love us when they come in. We but do. you have to get pre. You know that is a good point because right. there's such a preconceived notion, mm-hmm. you know, with everything that we do. Sure. So I think it does we understand that a little bit too. Yeah. <laughs> it can yeah. be that way with pastors. Yeah, it's true. Well, yeah, it's true. Yeah. 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 Ministry-oriented exactly. things can sometimes be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It and just to tag on that, I love that story because. Uh, this job was actually completely unplanned too. I was going for a uh, a teaching position at a different location at the Frankfurt Christian Academy, uh-huh. and the secretary happened to be watching me do like my mock like class, and she was the pastor's wife here before he was here, and so like she just was like, "Hey, might want to consider going for this job too." So yeah, yeah a lot of things thing. were like yeah. when we yeah. don't ha- when we let our plans get out of the way. 
like God can do some really cool things. But um, so second question, you guys have already been like kind of playing around with it, but um, what what is the work that Avenues for Women does, and also kind of what is the problem I guess that that they're trying to solve? Okay, well, we are actually a pregnancy resource and medical center. Mm -hmm. Um, What we do is work, our primary focus, we are multifaceted. We have so many different things that we do, but primary focus is working with women and girls that are in unexpected pregnancies. They may be finding out for the first time they've taken a home test, or or Mm -hmm. I haven't even had a test, but things just feel different. You know, could Mm -hmm. I be pregnant? Um, So they are, first of all, looking for that, and then many of them, that come to us aren't sure what they want to do, like how mm-hmm. they want the outcome of this pregnancy to end. So we are there. We, everything we do, we meet um, confidentially with. We love compassion, care, and confidentiality. Yeah. Um, we kind of meet the girls where they are and love on them, find out what their needs are, and then how we can best meet those needs mm-hmm. and you know help them see that there are options out there that can help empower them and encourage them and even resources for them that can make the situation not what they think it is or is you know it's still scary but it may not be as impactful as they're anticipating but they're just reeling from the possibility that this is happening it's not Mm -hmm. a good time it's not what i planned it's not what i want and so to just kind of sit down with them come alongside these women these girls love on them and just kind of educate them. We want to empower them with information, education, so that mm-hmm. they're making an informed decision. Ultimately, we know, yeah, these girls are going to choose what they choose. It's their choice. But if we can educate them, if we can empower them, then they're making an informed decision. Yeah. And many times they see, oh, wow, I've got other options. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that this might be a good option too. That's great. Um, so in addition to that, though, we also offer post-abortion support for women mm-hmm. that have made that decision or that choice. They can come in and talk to us and we can help um, with healing afterwards because many, many times they're affected by that decision yeah. and they don't anticipate that. So we're kind of there on the back end to help them as well. Plus we offer parenting classes. If they decide to parent, we can work with them on that. Awesome. Um, and our medical services. Our medical services we do. Which is part yeah. of making the informed well, decision. Really yes. <laughs> right. right, thank you, yes. That we don't do. We're, right. not, we're not the medical people. No, we're not. We, <laughs> have a, we actually have an RN on staff. We have mm-hmm. a medical director, Dr. Hall, with Women's Care of the Bluegrass is our medical director. Um, our RN does ultrasounds. All of our services are free. So we offer pregnancy testing. We offer limited ultrasound scans. Um, we do have two counselors on staff that can help just you know talk these girls through these situations. That's awesome. And um, I love I love that it's free too, and that you yes. guys provide that because I can only imagine like on top of finding out I might be a mom and need to spend all of that money. Mm-hmm. I need to like somebody being like you should go here and pay a bunch of money to these mm-hmm. people would be not right. an option. I don't think right. so. And we're like and that. we're also not we're not financially incentivized by mm-hmm. the choice that they make. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we don't benefit financially if they choose parenting, adoption, or abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to be there for them and provide them and empower them, mm-hmm. um, but we don't we don't benefit no matter what they do. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like at least on the front end, does it? If I'm if I'm a, a woman who's coming to the center. Um, are you first kind of walking through the health side of things? Like, hey, mm-hmm. let's make sure you're healthy, let's make sure baby's healthy, and then maybe you step in and kind of walk through what's going on on an emotional level. I- I'm curious just kind of the process that it usually mm-hmm. takes. 
Um, it's it's both when they first come in. Um, we're we're of course treating them holistically from the get go. So uh, we are looking at you know the pregnancy testing. You know, is that even a positive pregnancy test or not? Because okay. um, there's negative tests sometimes. Sure. Um, is the pregnancy viable in the first place? That's part of doing the limited ultrasound scans. But we're also talking to them like, what's the situation like? What's the relationship that they're in mm-hmm. like? What about uh, what is their community? You know, what's their support? Um, what are their kind of community resources? Can we connect them with? Or mm-hmm. who do you have in your you know in your camp already? Are there people pressuring you to do things that you don't want to do because we run across that on the mm-hmm. front end or the back end? Yeah. So we're we're there holistically from. From the beginning, but then going forward, let's say they decide they're going to make a, um, a, a parenting decision. Well, then we—that's when we have the you know, the parenting class or parenting mentorship. Um, and then, do you have many guys that actually participate in that? The parenting classes? Not so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, the option is it, there. It is okay. Um, and uh, so, several pregnancy centers have a very extensive men's ministry. Okay. Someday. We sure. don't yet, but yeah. that is something. That we do try to minister to the guys when they come in and help meet their needs as sure. well. So we, we currently have, actually we currently have one guy right now in that alone, mm-hmm. not with the girl, but just mm-hmm. the guys going through it. Is that right? Um, okay. Because he wants to be a great dad. Oh, that's fantastic. And <laughs> so he's actually there without without the girl. Mm-hmm. So that we are, we have resources that and we can And she wants to be a good mom too. Oh, she does. <laughs> like, oh yeah. It's not about that. Not, it's, yes, not, yes. it's nothing against her at all. No, like, no, no. She mm-hmm. absolutely does. It's just this it's a situation. Just a situation. Sure. It's, a situation. Sure. it's not. It's not. Yes. So. So most Good of the point. people. Thank you. <laughs> that is an excellent point. In case you're out there, honey, like we support you too. We're doing a great. Yes, 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 yes. So when it comes to those who are are showing up, are you typically dealing with a certain age range, or or is it all over the board? It's all over the board. Obviously, probably not like senior saints. Um, that's probably not. Well, not, well, but yet in our grandmas. post in our post abortion support, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So you know we have women that have suffered with this. Um, decision for 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. So I've worked with women that are in their 60s and older mm-hmm. that have been impacted by that from about that. when they were 17 mm-hmm. and 18 and 19 and 20. So mm-hmm. we pretty, we've had them as young as 13. We've had them as old as in their 60s. Oh, mm-hmm. So That's pretty great. much across the board, yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Um, so both of you guys shared a little bit about your history with this, but what led you guys to want to, and you've already shared a little bit, but definitely what led you to want to do this kind of work? Well, the interesting thing is it's just be careful what you volunteer for. So, <laughs> um, but, but there was a... You might end up the executive director. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> 21 years later. Um, but they have a pregnancy center in Lexington that at that time they were calling the area churches and saying, hey, we would love to have a liaison, someone in your church mm. that could kind of be a connection or a touch point for us to communicate information and needs and, and just, you know, awareness. And the pastor at that time gave them my name. So they called and I was the liaison for the church. Well, mm. then that evolved to years later becoming a board member and then years later after that becoming the Love Walk coordinator, which was one of the fundraisers that they do in Lexington. And so I coordinated the Frankfurt area. Mm-hmm. And it's, this is kind of a, I call it my Moses story, but um, for several years, the executive director in Lexington would say, you know, 
we have a vision to start a pregnancy center in Frankfurt because there's not one. And we think that would be great. And I would think, yeah, we really need one. That would be great. And then silently to myself, I always said, it's not going to be me. (laughs) And for two years, we had that conversation. And then finally, I was in the middle of an Experiencing God Bible study. Mm. And right smack dab in the middle of that, it was like God tapped me on the shoulder and said, guess what? we're going to start a pregnancy center in Frankfurt and guess who I've selected to start it? <laughs> Which my Moses, my, my best Moses moment. Are you kidding? No, I, I can't do that. I don't know anything about that. I can't speak in front of people. I don't, I don't know how to run a pregnancy center. I mean, nothing. And so I gave him all my good Moses excuses mm. and he didn't listen or take any of them. <laughs> but the cool thing was he said, that's exactly why I want you because it's not in your strength that you're going to do this. Mm. I mean, it's not in his strength that I'm even sitting here today. Mm. It's, I, I mean, my strength, it's sure. all his strength. Mm-hmm. And he said, because you aren't competent in these things, because you're not comfortable doing these things, I'll be glorified. So that's why I want you, because it's going to be through my strength that you'll do these things, not your own. And he mm-hmm. has faithfully been amazing. So, but 21 years later, so be careful what you volunteer for, because it may, <laughs> you may get, you may get into more, but I wouldn't change a thing. I'm mm-hmm. so thankful that this is where he has me and, that's awesome. and blessed daily by yeah. it. So. so with you, though, what's kept you in this for eight years, though? Because you could have been eight, many times like, this really isn't for me. What, what do you like about this? This is where God had me. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't said anything different. Good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I mean, good. like, and I, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking to leave or anything, mm-hmm. but really, I'm, I just know this is where I need to be right now. So, yeah. okay. All right. Just so a minute. It. You could not hang out with me every day. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. That's also true. When it comes to the organization as a whole, what are some of the challenges that Avenues for Women actually is having, um, maybe has had in the, the past, and maybe you're just now finding some victory, some things that maybe are on the, the horizon, like, yeah, this is a challenge. We know it's coming. What are some of the challenges that you guys face in, in really reaching the community um, and yeah, maybe even how can our listeners possibly help at some point? Uh, any of those things, what's going on? Um, I think one thing that's very challenging for us is unlike like feeding the homeless or you know shoes for children. The world, the word abortion is such a divisive yeah. word and has so much emotion packed into it on either side yeah. that it is very challenging. I think sometimes. Um, to to get the whole community behind us because mm. they have preconceived ideas of of what that means. Sign all the yahoos. Sign yeah. exactly. Examples. Perfect yeah. example. And um, everybody loves us once they come in. What regardless of what you feel on the front end or or what you want to do, you know we care about women mm. and we're there for them to support them and to help empower them. And and so I think it's challenging at times though because just the nature of what we do is such even within a church you're gonna see you know mixed feelings about it and it's just supercharged how do people hear about you in the first place you know I'm, I'm thinking to myself having worked in youth ministry for many years you know a teen girl finds out she's pregnant how do they know even from the you know they're scared to talk to mom and dad about it like how do they find out about you in the first place well, that's a good question. We're working on that. <laughs> yeah. We are working on that. Um, online. Okay. We're, we have an online presence, and we're about to even have more so of one with Google advertising. Mm-hmm. We have Facebook mm-hmm. page. Um, 
we have we, word of mouth travels mm. greatly. There are several counselors in the school systems that know we exist, and okay. the hospital is aware of it, and of course the doctor's office is some of them. But yeah. sometimes we are known as the best kept secret in town, okay. which isn't what we want. Mm. But you know, it's challenging sometimes. Yeah, to, yeah. You know, that makes sense. And I, it sounds to me that the way you're trying to overcome that challenge is making that experience a hey, we love you, we're supporting you, we're going to mm-hmm. give you the resources, be an infrastructure for whatever decision that you're able to make type of mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and just trying to break down some of those stereotypes, those preconceived <laughs> yes. ideas. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and also that a lot of people don't realize this, but um, statistically, as many as one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage. Sure. So if the pregnancy is going to end naturally, they mm-hmm. don't want to put themselves at risk a health risk by having an abortion. Sure. And so it's very beneficial for them to come to us and have the ultrasound because only an ultrasound is going to confirm pregnancy. Pregnancy tests could be false right. either way, but an ultrasound limited scan would confirm that. So it's to their benefit mm-hmm. because if it's an ectopic pregnancy, for example, they're still getting a positive pregnancy test, but that can be a life-threatening situation. Yeah. So there are and a lot of life-threatening if they see, if they seek certain types of abortion procedures yes like that's a bad that's a bad idea mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and they don't know that because they don't have the information they don't know what that looks like mm-hmm. so these we are do. free services yeah. that benefit them in their health um, to come to us first mm-hmm. so trying to get that word out and trying to just you know encourage women to come yeah no, that's good yeah um we this is like my favorite question that you had written down on here. What are a couple of success stories that you guys have had come through that can be encouraging to anybody who's like, I don't know much about Adventist for Women and I haven't heard any? Mm-hmm. You want to go first? Um, well, you, you go first and I'll do the, because yours is kind of more front end and mine's kind of back end. Okay. Um, yes, this is a client. This is kind of my, I love this this story. This young lady was actually raped, and if you know, a lot of times you'll hear people say, "Oh, well, I think abortion's fine in rape and incest." Well, this was a situation where she had been raped uh, by a family member, actually. Sure. And she, by the time she comes to us, she's five months pregnant, and every time she feels the baby move, she relives that horror of the rape, as sure. you can imagine. And so we're talking to her, and you know, we're, you know, just loving on her, and and she would decide, okay, well, I think I'm going to make an adoption plan. And so we would start moving in that direction, only for her to come back a few weeks later, no, I'm going to have an abortion. And so this went back and forth for several um, weeks, and lots of prayer went into this and lots of loving on her. And and so finally, um, she chose to make an adoption plan. And this was so eye-opening for me. This was such one of those God-wow moments. But the the instant, literally the instant she made the decision to make an adoption plan for her child. From that point forward, every time she felt the baby move, she got excited wow. with joy that she was gonna give a gift to a family wow. who couldn't have children. That's Only good. God can do that. That was mm-hmm. like, wow, God. Because I would be sitting there with her going, yeah, oh gosh, I don't, yeah, that's horrible that you're feeling this every time the baby moves. I don't want you to keep feeling that. And mm-hmm. I understand why this looks appealing to you. But, you know, also knew that God was faithful and just continued to share that. And so she made an adoption plan and went on to finish schooling, um, got involved in a church. We got to actually be at that adoption placement, which was so cool. That was just one of the highlight (laughs) moments, uh, just to be in that moment. And it's so cute. 
a laugh because God has a sense of humor, but the physical characteristics between what that child was probably going to look like when she grew up and the family that he placed her with, they couldn't have been more opposite. Mm-hmm. But it was just made me laugh and me sure. smile. They were still a perfect fit, and she was perfectly designed for that family. <laughs> but it was just a really cool story that because you know, we can't take God out of the equation. And it's one of those really hard situations where we still chose to honor him in her decision. Or she did. We didn't do anything. We were just supporting her. Mm -hmm. But how he blessed her for that. And that was really cool. And if you've been um, maybe in a church gathering somewhere, you might have seen like um, the, what we call like the Sarah story, like the video. So you can, you know, you can see that, of course, you know, love, love that and, and her and all of that. But even a, a more recent one, um, a young lady had just come to the parking lot. You know the beginning of the story. Oh, so, right. Yeah, yes. so she just came into the parking I wasn't there that day for some reason. I was just walking out to my car, and she pulled up and started talking to me. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So how'd that get started, and then I'll finish it. Well, she had actually um, just had an abortion. Mm-hmm. And she didn't come to us before the fact, but... She was struggling because of preconceived notions. Well, yes, Mm -hmm. because she is in a local church. Um, Mm -hmm. The church that she's in actually supports us. And Mm -hmm. so she did not want her parents to know, did not want the church to know, did not want anybody to know. And she really didn't come to us on the front end, um, even though we were referred to her by the health department. She opted not to. And then went ahead with the abortion, but now she was really struggling with it. So she's mm-hmm. now coming to us and said, can you help me? And I said, yes, mm-hmm. we can. Mm-hmm. And so she, we scheduled an appointment. She met with Julie. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting to, to work with her, which was such a joy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Such a sweet girl. Yeah, such just a loved, sweet, it breaks like, my heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, loved it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it really, it was just, just a really just beautiful picture of Jesus healing mm-hmm. the the guilt and the shame that she was holding on to yeah. um, I mean really really relatively quickly something that could have just decimated her yeah. and, and was affecting her relationship mm-hmm. relationship with uh, relationships with other people mm-hmm. um, ended up not and God lifted it off of her and I think she's doing pretty well now oh, which is awesome. which is great and healed their relation her relationship with him to or started her on a just a better journey a better we find that a lot that women know that god forgives them but they have a really hard time forgiving themselves and so helping them even though they keep their unforgiveness for themselves the shame the guilt and many times we'll even put a wall or distance between god not because he's doing that but they're so ashamed of what they've done knowing that that wasn't what he would have wanted it just makes it just makes the chasm wider and statistically speaking one in three women will have an abortion by the age of 42. Mm-hmm. So if you are in, you know, like even in church, if you count one, two, three, sure. one, two, three, that's statistically yeah. how many women have had, you know, will have had an abortion or definitely be touched by one in their life through mm-hmm. some some connection. But that that was an astounding statistic yeah, to me. Yeah, I have so heard that before. That's pretty intense. To be there for them afterwards. Yeah. These women need healing. They yeah, need to, to forgive themselves and to find love again. Mm-hmm. And God shows them how to. And he absolutely yeah. does. And he yeah. does every time without yeah. fail. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Right? It is. Yes. <laughs> well, what are you most excited about when it comes to the future for Avenues for Women? We plan to add STD testing and treatment. Okay. So to expand into that is going to be such a great opportunity to just have more services to offer. That will incorporate more guys into the picture. Um, Will also enable us to just have more ways to serve these women and girls too. Mm -hmm. So 
that's coming. It, is that one of those things that, it, it, I mean, if, if I heard that you do those testings, I'll, I'll just show up, or is it part of the... Yeah, yes, you could just show okay. up or call to make an appointment okay. for it. Like we can start with that. You don't okay. have to already be established as a client or a patient in order to have that. Is that happening this year then? or We don't know exactly. Okay. That's <laughs> on the horizon. We're still waiting for the logistics to fall sure. in place. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. But you'll be hearing like stuff about Avenues Clinic or people will be hearing about mm -hmm. Avenues Clinic. That's us. Okay. <laughs> yes. Now, currently, what do people hear? Avenues for Women. Okay, so this will maybe help. Yeah. cut down on some of those stereotypes when they hear just clinic and they're not putting together wait this is for mm -hmm. women who are is that right. a yes. possibility Actually, okay. that was part of our goal yes yeah. no that's good that's good I like I that like you guys are forward thinking that's good yeah well we only have two more questions and they're kind of similar they all they both address our audience so let's say there's a person who's listening right now who is in the middle of an unplanned pregnancy what encouragement what would you want to say to them right now Julie take that one. Oh, come see us um Really, the, the staff is, I mean, I guess I'm speaking for myself. Let me brag on them first. Okay. The staff is amazing. The, the, these women that meet with the girls are just, they love these girls to the bottom of their heart. So, and they don't even know them, but they just, they're so great to connect with them. They, the girls love them. We do exit interviews after mm -hmm. they, after their appointment. And Almost without fail, 99% of the time, you were great, non-judgmental, very caring. I felt loved. I felt heard. I felt cared about. So these women are very gifted at what they do. So they do an excellent job of loving on these girls, helping them find resources and answers that they have. So, yeah, come see us. Yeah. Online, they would just type in to Google Avenues for Women Frankfurt, and then they get mm -hmm. all the information they need to contact you guys. Mm -hmm. cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Love, it. Yep. Love it. Did you want to add anything to that real quick before after I bragged on you? Because you can't really brag on yourself, but I can. Um, on no, I think that's good. Okay. Good all, right. all right. So let's say, let's say there's a Sherry out there who is not volunteering yet, mm -hmm. but they're wanting to possibly get involved. Maybe there's other ways that they can help. What do you want to communicate to our audience? What are some help? Uh, what are some needs that they can help with? Ways they can get involved? Um, well, we start all of our potential volunteers by having them call us. Um, we give them an application they fill out. Then we have a time where they come in and just sit and chat with us, so we can kind of get to know them, know them better, find out their strengths, their talents, mm -hmm. you know, their giftedness, their availability, like what they might be interested in. So. Anybody that's interested in, in like volunteering in the center, we start like that. Um, we also have, currently we're doing a baby bottle fundraiser. Yeah. Um, so we currently have fundraisers that are kind of as needed. That We have volunteers that like to help get the bottles ready. They have to put those little tags and ribbons on yeah. and I mean, get they them don't ready. come out of the, out of the machine like that? <laughs> no, tags and lots of things and, and like yes. ribbons getting curled. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So we have lots of volunteers that will help get that ready. And then we have mm -hmm. a... Um, Great need for prayer, not only for our clients, but for the staff as well, and sure. just, you know, who we may or may not touch. And um, we have a prayer team that comes once a month, or pre-COVID they did, mm. and would pray over the center and just pray over That's the good. staff. So if you, we have a prayer email, um, we have a prayer group. So if you're interested, prayer is always, you know, coveted and very much needed. And then we have a banquet fundraiser. So there's a lot of ways. It kind of depends on the individual, sure. what she's bringing, or he or he's bringing to the table. Yeah. Um, sometimes we have like building needs, oh, right? Yeah. Just like something that. Yes, 
Yes. <laughs> right. We just right. recently had a lot of land donated to us um, that just literally fell in our lap. So there may be a future build awesome. um, coming. So carpenters, you know, people that can paint walls, and that that should be coming too. So. Good. Um, it's all part of that potentially avenues yeah. <laughs> expansion that he doesn't it. give us the full pick he gives us the vision but not the steps in between sure. so I'm kind of wait for the next step on that one yeah. no that's great well ladies thank you so much for coming in uh, on top of that thank you guys so much for the work that you're doing in the community yeah. I've actually worked with students who uh, currently are mothers because of what you guys have done mm -hmm. uh, not here in Kentucky but in California mm -hmm. and uh, and so I'm even picturing in my mind right now kids running around because you guys have uh, that ministry to the community so fantastic job um, we're gonna be praying for you guys Thank you. and uh, is there anything that you want to share before we close out here I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I think we covered it. Yeah. I think we covered it. Thank you all so much yeah, for the opportunity to be here. We really appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and had a good time. We did have a good time. You made it through. I made it through. Yeah. Right. Well, yes. until next time, don't forget that life is so much better with God, community, and purpose.